0: Could did Josh resist the, a night off or was it, did he want it or how that work? We talked about it uh, over the weekend and one of the things that uh, I try and encourage as these players grow up is them take ownership of some things so we talked about when it would make sense to have a day and he was very uh, steadfast in playing Sunday. Brewers in town down one game All of it. You know, and he doubled and drove in a run. And then everybody else kept reminding me of the funny swings he took as well. Um, And then we talked about just backing it up, the off day with the day off today. Left-handed pitcher, guy we hadn't seen, so uh, we both got to the same point. And uh, if we need him, you know, we'll use him. We'll try and pick a very healthy spot for him if we do get him involved, but it's time. He ran the bases more than anybody in the National League last year. Nobody's talked about that. Everybody talks about what he did hitting but there's running the bases that go with it okay. and he put a lot of work in when you take him out of the lineup how much does that blow up your plan for the rest of the lineup do you say now i'm just going to start from scratch and build it up or whatever? or do you just sort of take him out and, and map around that we took him out and mapped around it Slute, slid uh, cabrera <laughs> up one spot slid diaz up probably one spot where he'd be put osuna behind him okay. mm-hmm. cabrera's four diaz is five uh-huh. and osuna's going to be six when you have it? A- and Plunkle out of the lineup, is that related at all to the the shoulder? Are you trying to sort of wean him back in? We have a a regiment schedule going. He plays three days in a row max and then is off. So he was off, he had today off, and then I told him he was going to get this day off to give him a little bit of a break as well, turn it into a work day, uh, and then we'll reignite him tomorrow. Is it all akin to the kind of unplug thing that you like to do with guys? I hate to term it, you know, (laughs) so then everybody can run with it. Um give him an opportunity to have a free day off yesterday. Not a work day. A free day off. And that's what I encourage Josh to do as well and all our players when they have to take a day off. And not today it's a work day to get back in because he's had some challenges here in the past eight days at the plate that he's working through. It was hard for guys to play hundred and sixty two. I mean very few do it anymore. What kind of challenge is it for somebody to play in every single game for six months? I don't know. I know what it's like just for me to try and show up for 162. And I'm not saying that facetiously because most everybody in here doesn't show up for 162. Um, You get days off. Um, We'll get some days off. We get that all-star break off that's pretty special. With the travel and the level of play that goes into it now, it's just different. You know, from a hitting standpoint, you see more different pitching, more velocity, more spin than ever before. Um, The work that they do before they go play the game and the recovery patterns, it all adds together. So I would say that's probably one of the things that's going off the the table as well, much to the chagrin of the greatest generation, as defined by Tom Brokaw. They're not happy with it. Everybody should be able to play 162, and I usually will spend a little time trying to explain why, and it doesn't matter because they don't like it and they're not going to ever agree with it. So guys, need some. they need to break every now and then. Did you play with anyone who played on 162? Um, I believe probably close to it. Um, I can tell you this. The one time I played, I had a minor league season, I played 132 games, which was the, the maximum amount of games. Um, so I played every day. And that was kind of crazy. The minor leagues, it's a little different travel than it is in the big leagues. They're both hard. They're just different. Um, but I'm trying to think back close. Maybe not all of them. Um, just knew of other guys, other guys that do. Uh, knew of other players that have. I have talked to them about it. Um, you sit down, and have an interesting conversation, have one with, with Ripken Jr. about that deal. And that's just mind-blowing. Uh, to play as many consecutive games as he did let alone the 162 thing times how many years. So there's a real challenge to it and I think most of the mindsets even in the front offices now are that that's not the goal. It can happen but as you said right now there's five guys right now that have played every game. I think somebody mentioned it earlier today. And the National League, it's already down to five and and we're in the first week of June. so. See from Rawls last start that you hope maybe he can carry over to this one? We saw first pitch strikes, we saw him able to get the fastball glove side command of the right handers, we saw him able to two seam the left handers, uh, breaking ball changeup, both were effective, being able to throw some secondary pitches and some offensive counts for strikes and some chase. And then how important was this off day for the bullpen in particular, considering how much they've been used on the past week? Well, it's important for them, no doubt. It's important for Everybody, we played long games. And the bullpen, when they're in, they're only in for two innings. The men on the field, it's important for them, probably more important than anybody. You play a five-and-a-half-hour game, and then you back it up with a Sunday game at one i I'm just saying it's real. So it's important for everybody. And it was important for those guys to have a non-throwing day probably. So I'm in agreement there. Um, before you know it, what, 10 days down the road, we're going to have three in a week again. So you just can't figure it out. How <laughs> hard is it for this team to have a, a backup catcher like Diaz step in and play the way he has an illusion of a one guy? We talked about it all last year, and he really got on the job training last year with the times and the, the trips that Francisco, unfortunately, had to go on the I.L. Um, so nothing out of the ordinary for him. I, I just think it speaks volumes of how much preparation he does and then he doesn't play. He does the same preparation a starting catcher does and then doesn't play. And he maintains that process, keeps it very intentional, keeps a good mind set through it all, um, stays positive, works hard, and, again, has seemed to be ready every time we've called upon him to, to go ahead and plug in and go and, and perform very, very well. Did he, have, did he have to sort of fast forward his preseason kind of preparation because of that illness? So no, we gave him – you know, I don't, I don't know that. Only he knows that. I can't speak to that. I know we set a timetable up that we thought would be fair and inclusive and give him reps and give him practice time and give him all the things that we could give him to get him ready. What have you heard about the work that Corey and Jung Ho are doing down in AAA? Uh, talk to the manager every day, talk to Jung Ho over the, the weekend, talk to Corey today, so there's some work being done, some good work being done. Do the numbers matter I know usually we have assignment numbers. You guys don't get too caught up in them. Just given what he's working his way back from offensively, do you take greater interest or is it more about the. I think I take greater interest in sharing all my thoughts with Jung Ho on what I take interest in. We're watching him, we're getting him at bats. Um, We've talked about the focus, what what we want to be, and what we're trying to get out of it. So, the one thing we've all talked about in here is more consistent contact. So. That's one area. Corey's playing the outfield. He's running around. He's getting his at-bats, right, left-handed pitching. Jung hos doing the same. So they're both making progress. What do you hear about Will Craig playing in the outfield? I haven't got an update yet. That's a call i got to make tomorrow. Um, very creative thought. Larry Broadway, we talked about it about a week ago the, with Bell doing what he's doing here. Just see if it's something that can take place and get any traction. So I don't have any actual updates right now after just watch some video and I don't want to put my remarks on the video. I like to hear what the people that are watching and play have to say. Well, with the bat with him, is it to a point to where sometimes a guy just hits so well down there to where there may not be much left for him to do at that point and just try to find a way to get him up to the next level? Well it could be. I mean he's not even played a half season at triple-a so that's a pretty quick question for me. Um, He's also going to see pitching as this season continues to progress that he hasn't seen before. Um, You're going to get recycled major league guys that are coming down, moving around. Um, You'll see more of that once it gets into June, July, and August. Um, There's just different challenges that show up. He's met the challenges along the way. Uh, Last year, he sacrificed some average for power. Got in a good place playing first base defensively. Kind of like with Josh Bell, now we've asked him to make a move to, to, to the outfield where Josh went from the outfield in. We'll see if the bat can continue to work and that's not overwhelming for whatever reason that way. But just give him some freedom to, to move and, and some, some opportunity to work and you know talk to the people he needs to talk to accordingly. There could come a day where you know the bat's going to play. That's why we signed him. That's why they picked him number one was because of the bat. So as he continues to progress, we'll see how the fit is here. Does he take any grounders at third anymore? Or is, it, is he? He really has moved on from that. We've moved him on from that. You get a chance to speak to Priester yet? No, I have not. No, need to give the kids all the kids a little time to breathe. Um, caught up with all the, the drafts last night. Pulled all the bios today. Watched the video because you never know till who we draft who we who we get. And as every organization will tell you, we really like our, our first four guys. You do. And there's a lot to like about our first four guys. Um, the Quinn, I mean, you talk about athletic and an edge and a quarterback and a receiver and a football state championship, and then when he gets on the mound, it's live, it sinks. Um, that's going to be exciting. I like the high school outfielder, the center fielder, can play and move around the outfield. The bat over power right now, we think he'll grow into some some gap power. The big, the, the big kid from Indiana, it's going to be fun to watch him. If we get him signed and get him in here. Um, the swing's fun and I think Schwarber started that whole Indiana baseball hotbed right and Alex Dickerson was a kid we signed a few years ago Actually, John tell you. <laughs> he was the first yeah, he went yeah no but he was yeah. the first to start the hotbed yeah okay I missed on that one yeah. and then uh, the kid from Houston the third baseman from Houston um, is a got a chance to be a really fun I think offensive player as well and, a very solid defender, so the first four picks, I, I got a kick out of watching the video and pulling them up. Clay, what was it like for you to watch uh, Kevin Newman uh, hang in there and keep working through getting beat out for the, the shortstop <coughs> training, the freak injury, watching you know Cole come up and take the spotlight for a while, getting through all that and emerging as a valuable player for you now. But it's been a fun ride. And that's been our encouragement, my personal encouragement to him all the way through. There's no end to the story. The story's being written, and you're a big part of your story being written and how you handle it and how you show up every day in the work that you do. You're in control of certain things, certain things you're not in control of. Stay focused on what you can do, how you can do it, being ready to do it, um, and use them all to your advantage. And he has. He's going to go over and play third base tonight. Um, The swing, he's getting his swing off. Just had, what, an 11-game hitting streak snap. We've got, what, three double-digit hitting streaks by our rookies, two by, two by Brian and one by him. Pretty impressive stuff from the guy you saw last September play uh, and the effort and the energy he's bringing. So I'm proud of him. And again, it's June 1st. We've got a long way to go together, and he's got a long way to go, but I'm very proud of his resiliency and his perseverance. But the other day you, you, when you asked him about Reynolds, you said he pays attention. you, you emphasized that a couple times. What, what is times. How does that manifest itself with Reynolds going forward and just his hitting? You know, if you watch him hit, I think he's that guy that you watch hit that he, he just files things away. He got beat with a couple with the balls off the end of the bats, first two at bats the other day. He made an adjustment. I mean, he started to hunt something different. He's done it in different games. He's hit soft early in counts. Um, he's gotten his 3-0 swing off as good as a 10-year veteran, which is very impressive a couple times. We get him 3-0 green lights, and he's launched some balls. Um, and it's and it's with no fanfare. It's no muss, no fuss. It's just a guy that shows up and pays attention. For me, he prepares well, and uh, he... He learns as he goes along. And he's one of those guys that says, okay, you got me that time. you know. I'll be ready for it next time. And more often than not, he's he's put a better effort on it the, the first time, maybe after they got him, and the second time he shows up a little bit better. Is he as quiet with you guys as he is with us? Of course not. <laughs> no, I mean, he's not going to give you guys all the good stuff. He should, no, he's probably just as quiet with everybody. <laughs> you know, I haven't seen uh, that other... His dad is pretty much... They're, they're all so much alike, it was really cool to have his dad and say, so what's a what's a really heated conversation between you two? <laughs> and he just kind of looked at me like, well, you know, well that's never happened. It may not, it may not have, um, but his dad's such an engaging man, and to get those fathers up there, and you could tell how proud they all are of their sons, and then some of them are actually there where their sons are playing well, and they're just, his dad's the same way, he was just cool calm and collected like that's my boy and i'm having fun watching him so our team's having fun watching brian right now we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof